This is the Primal Ryan Podcast, and I'm Ryan Parnum, and I am passionate about helping average, everyday adults achieve great health. The ideas, opinions, and topics discussed in this podcast are mine and my own. None of what I say constitutes as medical advice. Please get clearance from your medical provider before embarking on any sort of nutritional or exercise program. What is up, everybody? It is Ryan Parnum here with the Primal Ryan Podcast, and it's been a while since I've recorded a podcast. Um, It's springtime. Things are getting busy. Baseball season is picking up for my son, who's on a new team this year, some out-of-town tournaments. I'm doing a lot of umpiring and just being outside. So today is just kind of a random um, update on kind of like some things I'm interested in and what I'm up to and what I'm thinking of, uh, uh, doing, you know, not that you guys care exactly what I'm doing, but, um, I figured I would, uh, share just, uh, kind of what my goals are for this year for, in, in regards to like, uh, my, my physical, uh, goals, fitness goals and that sort of thing. So, um, after, you know, turning 40, and I'm 44 now, I really spent a lot of uh, time just focused on strength training and building as much muscle as possible. Um, I weighed in the low 160s when I turned 40, um, fairly lean, and my goal was to get to 180. Uh, and I did achieve that by uh, late March, early April of this year. So it took four years to put on 18 or so pounds, a little bit of fat with that, which is normal when you're trying to put on muscle mass. So I decided, well, it's time to uh, lean out a little bit, you know. So I've been in a mild calorie deficit uh, really for about the past month, essentially. When I we went to Destin for spring break, I got back like early April, and I think I was like 179, 180 and I'm weighing in about 170 to 172 right now. So, and the way to do that really is to try to figure out what your basal metabolic rate is. That's kind of like the your metabolism, the calories that you need to like just stay alive. That's not including exercise and stuff. So, and then there's no way to know that exactly for sure. So it takes some playing around. So mine's somewhere around 2,400, 2,500 calories for my height, weight, um, activity level. So, so when I was in my calorie surplus, my like, uh, what you would call like a clean bulk, like I wasn't eating a bunch of crap. Like a lot of people do when they bulk, I was like, you know, 10% above that. And for the last few weeks, I've been about 10% below that. So, um, you don't want to cut too quickly and go too low calorie because you don't want to sacrifice, too much of the hard-earned muscle that you've put on. So I've just done a, a mild calorie uh, deficit by about 10%. And uh, the important thing to do is always maintain the same amount of protein. So I'm always consuming at least one milligram, I'm sorry, one gram per pound of body weight. So I'm having, you know, 170, 175 grams or more of protein per day. That never changes. I'm only cutting calories from fat and or carbohydrates to achieve my uh, total calorie goal of somewhere around 2,200 
2,300 calories a day total. So it's working out well. Um, I just finished an audio book by Dr. Peter Atia, and he is a um, well-known physician, uh, former surgeon, former cancer surgeon, who really got into the science of like longevity and prevention of disease. Basically, everything I'm interested in and everything I've been studying for the for many years. And anyways, he he just uh, published a book called um, Outlive. And it's, it's about not just like how to live a long time, but also how to have a, a long health span, uh, not just a long lifespan. So, you know, because a lot of people these days are living to be pretty old, but not necessarily healthy, right? Because there's medications and surgeries and medical treatments that can prolong life. That doesn't mean you're living a good life. Um, so this is about like, how do you maximize your health span, like staying active and, um, being able to do the things you want to do, um, until a very, a very old age. And that's always been my, my focus and my goal. Um, he calls it like he's training for his centenarian decathlon. So he has like 10 physical things he wants to be able to do from his, you know, ninth to 10th decade of life. Simple things like uh, being able to carry, a uh, five-pound bag of groceries upstairs, uh, being able to get up off the floor using, you know, only one lever of support, um, being able to, I don't, I don't remember all of them, walk, you know, a mile in a certain amount of time, uh, being able to carry uh, a certain amount of weight, you know, m- you know, it's like mimicking carrying grandkids or something like that. Um, there's several things on there that he talks about. And the point is like the things that we do now in our lives affects our ability to be healthy in our later years. And one thing that really um, convicted me was, you know, so I've been hitting up the strength training side of things. And that's one of the things he focuses on. Of course, there's a lot of different components. Um, So I've been doing the strength training, building as much muscle as possible because we lose muscle as we age and having muscle and balance and all that sort of stuff is super important to stay strong, prevent falls, prevent injury. I've really focused on sleep the last few years, so I've been working on that. Um, Something that I felt convicted, though, was about like uh, maximizing VO2 max. So VO2 is basically the amount of oxygen that's delivered to your tissues with exercise. And the more fit you are, the higher your VO2 max is and the least fit you are, the lower. Um, And all of us, as we age, our VO2 max is going to go down uh, regardless of if we exercise or not. And uh, But you want to obviously try to maximize VO2 max as much as possible, keeping it as as high as as long as possible because a higher VO2 max is strongly correlated with a longer, healthier, more functional life. Um, And I would say, you know, focusing on VO2 max uh, has not been, you know, something that I've really been, been paying much attention to. I've always been active. I've always done cardiovascular activities, but the last couple of years, it just hasn't been front and center. And, you know, my next big birthday, I'll be 50, so I'm not getting any any younger, so I, I need to keep my VO2 max in mind. So what I'm what am I going to do about it? Um, well, for for those of you that have known me for a while, back in my 
early 30s, I was really into late through my my 20s into my mid 30s. I was really into into running. I did a lot of running, a lot of different races. I did triathlons. I did ultra marathons. Ultra marathons, for those of you that don't know, is any race that is longer than a traditional 26.2 mile marathon. So anything beyond 26.2 miles is an ultra marathon. I got really into that just because I like physical challenges and mental challenges. So I completed several ultra marathons in my early to mid 30s, my last one being in 2016 up in Kettle Moraine, Wisconsin. So I've done anywhere from um, 30 mile races and my longest is a 50 mile race. And I was really into it for quite a few years there. They're all done on trails. I don't like running on the road because running on the road beats up your joints, but running on the trails is a lot easier on your joints. Um, so anyways, I, I did this in my early, early to mid thirties. I did really well at it there for a couple of years cause I trained really hard. Um, one mile race. I think I finished like, uh, top 10 overall. So anyways, like I'm a, I'm a, not a really, really good runner. Like I was never a good enough runner to be like a top, top runner. I never ran cross country or anything like that, but I was a pretty good runner for an average recreational runner. I was always usually finishing in the top, you know, 10 to 20% of, of races, I would say. So anyways, long story short, running, long endurance stuff comes easy. Not easy, but it's natural for me. Um, you know, some people just can't do endurance stuff. It comes easy for me. So, But I kind of got away from it from the uh trail running and stuff and you know i've done mountain biking and hiking and all that stuff i've always stayed active but anyways my long story short i have felt really convicted about like uh, uh, increasing my vo2 max as much as possible as i continue to get older and for me that's going to probably be uh, primarily running so i've kind of gotten back into running a little bit in town on the road i don't do more than three or four miles mainly because i don't like all the pounding from the pavement. I just don't think it's good for, for joints long-term three to four miles, a couple times a week, no big deal. And then as soon as my son's baseball schedule lightens up, uh, you know, mid July, I'm really going to hit the trails hard and, um, start training for another ultra marathon in October. So my very first ultra marathon I did like in 2010, 2011 was at Farmdale and it was a 30 miler my actually i think it was a 33 the way the course was set out so i'm I'm planning on uh, doing the 30 mile ultra marathon in october and why 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 would i want to do that is there any reason to run 30 miles and the answer to that is no (laughs) there's no reason to run 30 miles it doesn't make you healthier anything like that but I I like challenges, you know, when I do these hard things, um, especially now that I'm 44, and the last time I did an ultra marathon was a 50K, which was um, a three, 33 miles, and that was back in 2016, so I was 37 years old then, so I'm significantly older now, um, and, you know, society tells us as we age, we can't do things, we get older, we get stiff, we, you know... We're supposed to take it easy and we're supposed to have aches and pains and all that stuff. And I've never have believed that. I refuse to believe that. I believe in using this body to the best of its ability. You know, I, I really um, believe in being a hybrid athlete, meaning that 
not only are you strong in the weight room, not only do you know how to move your body, not only can you rep out pull-ups, not only can you uh, rep out uh, ring push-ups, not only can you jump and sprint and all that stuff, but you can also run and have endurance and you can throw on a, on a backpack and hike to the top of a, of a peak in Colorado that you can hop on a mountain bike and go trail riding. Like you want to be a hybrid athlete. Like you don't want to be all endurance, but you don't want to be all, um, you know, just muscle bound either. You know, a lot of these guys in the gym that are all big and muscular and, you know, bench pressing, you know, 350 pounds and squatting 500 pounds and all that stuff. Like a lot of those guys probably wouldn't be able to throw on a backpack and, and, and hike to a 14,000 foot, mountain summit in Colorado like they just wouldn't have the endurance to do it so I don't ever want to be one extreme or the other I want to be an, a hybrid athlete that can do any sort of activity um, if it's presented in front of me and for me um, the ultra trail running is something that I historically have enjoyed that I got away from and you know it's not good on your body to do the extreme endurance stuff you know, week after week, month after month, year after year. But, you know, if you do doses of it from time to time, like for me, you know, pl having that, that 30 mile race planned in October means that, you know, after my son's baseball season's over, like July, August, September, I'm going to have something specific to train for. And whenever I did ultras before, even when I was in the thick of it, I never ran more than three days a week. I would do like a couple runs around town during the week and then a long run on saturday out at the trail and i'll of course continue to strength train three to four days a week that's something i'll never stop um, because you know you don't want to start doing a bunch of cardiovascular exercise and stop strength training that's a surefire way to lose muscle mass and i definitely don't want to do that after the last four years of really focusing on this and putting on a decent amount of muscle for a 40 plus guy so um yeah i like these uh, mental challenges of these ultra runs it uh you know when you when you you know i'm not looking to like win or anything like that it just i, I enjoy the process i enjoy the training i enjoy the run the race itself it's uh it's you know it's a great community of people if you've never done a race that's road races trail races it's a great community of people it's fun um, everybody's out there with the same goal, just to just to finish and do their best. You meet a lot of a lot of fun people in that. So I'm hoping to um, do it with a friend or two. I've done these races before with friends, and it's a blast. Um, I'm hoping to even maybe get uh, one or both of my kids interested in this as well, because that would be awesome if they would join me uh, in maybe not this race, but a race in the future. So um, otherwise, yeah. Um, going back to school this fall as well to work on my doctorate degree and with the goal of uh, teaching down the road at the graduate or postgraduate level. So I'm going to have a lot going on, but it's all good. Um, it's always good to, to um, you know, have goals in mind and just people die, you know, and that's you know, literally, figuratively, when they become static and just sort of like, you know, not really working towards anything and just, you know, living life without purpose. And, and that's never been me. I've always tried to, you know, look at myself and what can I do to be better? What can I do to 
challenge myself what can I do to to reach the the things I want and you know the older I get the less I'm concerned about the material side of things I don't care about stuff um everything's gonna burn in the end you know that hundred thousand dollar car that you think is so awesome 20 years from now isn't going to be worth anything um and there's always going to be something better and so my time my resources I really want to spend on experiences uh, for myself for my family because um, that's all you got time is our is our greatest asset time and good health are our best assets you know um, if you have good health but no time well that's going to make for an unenjoyable life if you have all the time in the world but not good health that's going to make for a miserable life but if you can optimize and maximize time and good health that creates an interesting, um, rewarding uh, life, you know, that, that, that's full of adventure. And that's, that's really what, what I'm after. And um, that's one reason I'm going back, to get, going back to school to get my degree. I love teaching, and teaching is something that um, I'll do a few years down the road and it's going to allow me uh, a lot of flexibility a, a, as well. So anyhow, uh, keep moving forward one foot in front of the other. Uh, set goals for yourself. Do hard things. You don't have to do an ultra marathon. Do some, I don't know, like take uh, piano lessons if you've never played piano before. I don't know. It doesn't have to be physical stuff, but just challenge yourself. And, uh, you know, when you, when you have tough things that, you've, that feel unattainable and then you commit to doing it and you take the necessary steps to do it and then you get there and attempt it, and complete it, and even sometimes if you don't complete it, um, you're going to be better for it, you know. My ultimate goal I'm thinking about is, is you know, kind of like the, the mecca of ultra races is completing a 100-mile race, okay? So I've done 50-mile race. I think I was about 32 years old when I did that and did that fairly well. And I'm kind of thinking like, hey, I think I'm, I'm going to see how this 30-miler goes in October, and if it goes okay, I might try to train for a 100-mile race. And the reason why I want to train for a 100-mile race is because there's a couple famous races. One is called the Leadville 100, and the other one is called the Western States Endurance Run. And both of those are sort of world-famous 100-mile races. You have to qualify for, you have to do a qualifying race, and then you get put into a lottery to even get into it. And I've always wanted to do one or both of those, and I'm not getting any younger. And, uh, you know, the last several years I haven't done ultra running. And a lot of that's because of the ages of my kids. When I got into ultra running, the kids were pretty little. Then they got older and they're really busy into stuff. And now we're on kind of the, the back end of that. Sure, we're still busy, but like in a few years, uh, my wife and I will be empty nesters. So I'm starting to eye some of this crazy um, event stuff. Just uh, That's just the way I'm wired. So I'll keep you posted on that. I don't know if the 100-mile thing will ever come to fruition, but I'm going to shoot for the 30-miler in, in October. So anyhow, uh, stay well. Um, have a great spring and summer. Hopefully I'll get some more podcasts put out there and uh, talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to the Primal Ryan podcast. For more information, check out PrimalRyan.com.